welcome to a new episode of What's That You Say. Today we have a slightly more sobering topic. Um, and this is in all seriousness, even though our hosts are not from the known world. Um, maybe that is why they're the best people to deliver this news to you, because no one else is, and you can't, you know, charge aliens for being unpatriotic, right? I mean, if they're not from here, so... Um, from a legal perspective, I think it's best that the aliens deliver the news to you. Um, this information is not endorsed by What's That You Say. It has merely been found by the, um, by the producers. And thus, we begin speaking about information that pertains directly to whether or not you may or may not live in a nuclear holocaust of sorts. Enjoy, or don't enjoy. Probably you won't enjoy this, but thank you for watching. Okay, some of you may have heard of the Kissinger Report. This is also known as the National Security Study Memorandum, uh, also referred to as the NSSM 200. It's entitled Implications of Worldwide Population Growth for U.S. Security and Overseas Interests, also known as the Kissinger Report, published December 10th, 1974. I'm reading this for you because I know you guys aren't going to do it, but uh, you, you need to hear what's in here because it's scary and this isn't a conspiracy theory because I'm actually reading the Kissinger report that I found at the, and I will include a link so you can read it yourself. Um, I found it on... Uh, the usaid.gov. So the URL is https colon forward slash two forward slashes pdf dot that's usaid dot gov that's gov and then it had a little tiny little arrow thing that said and then after that is p the AAB 500. Um, yeah, that's that's the, the um, PDF title is PCAAB 500. So just so that we're all on the same page, let's get into it. Um. This document can only be declassified by the White House. It was declassified on 7389 under the provisions of EO 12356 by F. Grabowski, National Security Council. I'm going to skip reading the table of contents. Um, let's get to the executive summary. Uh, world demographic trends. World population growth since World War II is quantitatively and qualitatively different from any previous epoch in human history. I already don't want to read this because it sounds dumb. 
The rapid reduction of death rates, unmatched by corresponding birth rate reductions, has brought total growth rates close to 2% a year, compared with about 1% before World War II, under 0.5% in 1750 to 1900, and far lower rates before 1750. This, see, this, here's what's already stupid. is that they're, they're comparing death rates and birth rates between 1974 and 1750. I don't think anyone's going to be too shocked that, uh, mm, yeah, maybe people live longer in 1794, or, sorry, 1974 rather than 1750. Why is that even, yeah, obviously that, okay, what, whoever made this report, they just, they just, confounded their data because you cannot compare those two. That's not even, that's not even possibly relevant. Uh, the effect is to double the world population in 35 years instead of 100 years. Almost 80 million are now being added each year compared with 10 million in the year 1900. God. Okay, we're skipping number two. He, they're just talking about poor and rich uh, countries. Um, the United Nations estimates you estimates used 3.6 billion population of 1970 as a base. There are nearly 4 billion now, and project. And project from about 6 million to 8 billion for the year 2000 with the United States medium estimate at 6.4 billion. The United States medium projections show world population of 12 billion by 2075, which implies a five-fold increase in South and Southeast Asia and in Latin America and seven-fold increase in Africa compared with the doubling in the East. Asia and a 40 increase, 40% increase in the presently developed countries. Most de demographers, including the UN and the US Population Council, that's cool that, well, I mean, the United States owns the UN because their headquarters, even though it's like in Geneva, Switzerland, the streets are Eisenhower Street. Anyway, the UN and the United States Population Council regard the range of 10 to 13 billion as the most likely level for the world population stability, even with intensive efforts at fertility control. These figures assume that sufficient food will be produced and distributed to avoid limitation to famines. <sighs> effects of population factors. Get ready to get grossed out. 
The population consequences of current population factors in the LDC, LDC is rapid growth and in internal migration, high percentages of young people. Oh no, not the young people. Slow improvement in living standards, urban concentrations. Oh, you mean like urban, like, because urban has always been highly, highly concentrated. That's really stupid. Um, are damaging to, okay, so they say here that young people, living standards, urban concentration, foreign migration are damaging to the internal stability and inter international relations of countries in whose advancement the U.S. is interested, thus creating political or even national security problems for the U.S. In a broader sense, there is a major risk of severe damage to the economy, political, and ecological systems. I can't speak. Uh, general goals and requirements. The general question. Excuse me. The sense. Sorry, I had my vision just totally went out because I got that bad. The central question for world population policy in the years 1974 is whether mankind is to remain on track toward an ultimate population of 12 to 15 billion, implying a five to seven-fold increase in almost all underdeveloped worlds. What are the stakes? This is number 24 under general goals. We do not know whether technological advancements Developments will make it possible to feed over 8 million, much less 12 billion people. <sighs> there exists at least the possibility that present development points toward Malthusian conditions for many regions of the world. Don't worry, we're going to look up what that is. This is probably actually a good place to stop. We'll be right at, we'll be back, we'll be back after I go cry my eyes out because this is devastating. Okay, going back, as I said, we needed to look up what the Malthusian conditions were. Um, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Um, this has to do with uh, basically the idea um, that population will, the rate of population will outpace the rate in which agriculture, aka food, can be produced and fed to the population, aka there will not be enough food. Um, I'm looking at some graphs, nothing I haven't just already told you, um, um, 
most of this is an economic argument, so let me, let's just talk about that for a second. Um, the government, and I think government, because it's not just the U.S., but want to limit the creation of further people because they're worried it will hurt the economy. Several issues with the, the, the thought of that. And we'll, we'll speak about it morally as well as just psychologically. Um, here's the logical argument for why this is stupid because the United States is going to run out of food anyway, and it has nothing to do with the population, but it has everything to do with the former arms race, the nuclear programs, that they're still involved with. It has everything to do with the fact that President Bill Clinton purchased from the Russian Federation, all of their highly enriched uranium. And then after Bush got elected, he declared a national emergency due to this purchase and dipped out of the White House. See you guys. Hey, Bill. Have fun with this one. This is going to be a fun one to explain. Of course, then, you know, 9 11 happened and everyone forgot about the hiding rich uranium. But we bought all of the toxic waste from Russia and stored it in here, in, in this country. So, that, because of the nuclear proliferation that's going to occur from the production of fissile materials, fissile materials means nuclear materials, some kind. Um, our food's going to be shitty and not edible anyway, so let's not pretend that, I mean, unless there's any Americans sitting at home right now that can honestly raise their hand and say, yeah, <laughs> I was instrumental in making the decision to buy all that high-enrich uranium, I authorized all this nuclear waste. I wanted to be exposed to iodine 1-131. I love nuclear fallout, and I'm so excited for this apocalypse that's about to go down. Yeah, it's because of the decisions of the government, such as purchasing all the uranium from our quote-unquote enemy, um, as well as making it ourselves, that the United States has set the entire world on a crash course for an epically, horribly painful existence and ultimate death. Um, and so the issue here is that, well, 
is an issue for the economy. What's more an issue for the economy is that no one will be able to work because they're going to be so sick from from operation. No one will be able to work because they can't eat because the food's not good. No one will be able to work because they're going to be dead because the water's not drinkable. This is a headache of a situation. It is a giant headache of a situation. And it sucks because the common American, and by common I mean people like the producers of the show, and um, not me because I'm an alien, of course. Um, you may not want to believe it, and you don't have to. It is far easier to live in the dark and pretend like this is candy land full of greatness and joy and wonder and that the government never lies and the media tells the truth. Believe it if you want. Not really my prerogative. I'm not even sure giving knowledge to people about the situation would even fix it. It may not be fixable and that's the honest truth. But what can be fixable? fixable is whether or not the government wants to own up to its own problem that it made, and whether or not it wants to honestly try and help people and not pretend that it was our fault and our household cleaners that, yeah, Windex caused the global warming. No bullshit. Your nuclear bombs did. So, that's that. That's all I need to say. Just remember... People of the world, everyone is worth value, everybody has something to offer, whether you're stupid, smart, ugly, pretty, whether you have no legs or two or eight, I don't even care, like, your life is worth the same as mine, and America needs to remember.